0: Hey, it's Anne-Marie and welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Can I ask you a question? When it comes to your content and the message that you're sharing online, how is it working for you? Is it consistently cutting through the noise? It's being read, it's being watched, it's being listened to by your ideal clients. And when your ideal client is ready to move forward to work with someone, is it you that they're selecting? Are you the choice versus just a choice that your ideal client can make when it comes to a coach or a consultant to help them with whatever it is that they need support in. Now, if that sounds like something that you're struggling with, today's episode, I want to talk about some key things that you can start to do so that you can make sure every piece of content that you share is valuable. And I want to talk about three different ways in this episode. Why is this relevant? So a resource that I often refer to is LinkedIn and Edelman B2B Thought Leadership Impact Report. And Edelman is a trusted authority in the area of trust. Every year, and they've been doing this for over 20 years, they do a survey with thousands of people from around the world, key decision makers around what constitutes trust for them. And it's so interesting to see how various things happening in and around the world can really shape what is important to us individually and as a cohort as to what is trustworthy or not. And so when Adelman partners with LinkedIn to find out What is it that builds thought leadership? What do key decision makers think about when it comes to thought leadership? And I'm assuming that you are wanting to build your reputation as a trusted authority to have some form of leadership, a leading message in your industry as you're continuing to share. So the information that I'm going to share with you in today's podcast is really relevant. So the last time that LinkedIn and Edelman did a study was back in 2021. So it's really relevant to today. And there were some interesting things that they discovered. Now, firstly, 54% of decision makers said that they spend more time than one hour per week reading and reviewing thought leadership content. And 51% of C-level executives said that they spent more time doing so than before the pandemic, before everyone was kind of experiencing lockdown and so forth. So isn't that interesting? 51% of senior level executives said that they spend more time now reviewing, reading, thought leadership content than they did two years ago. And 54% of decision makers said that they spend more time than one hour per week reading and reviewing thought leadership content. So that asks the question of us then, are we contributing content that they can consume? Now, whether you're writing articles, whether you're doing a podcast, I mean, I'm a little bit biased when it comes to podcasting. I love the podcasting space. I've been doing it since 2008, before many people even knew what a podcast was. So I know the benefit, the incredible value and how you can build relationships with a podcast. So for some of you, you're thinking, well, I can't write. I just can't write. Well, you may not be able to write and you might spend hours staring at a blank screen because you can't find the words to to put sentences together, but put a microphone there or start recording yourself or start speaking and you just own that zone. And so, you know, you just feel in the zone and you're able to share. So maybe a podcast is better for you. So are you regularly contributing to sharing content and if you've been listening to my podcast for a while or you're following me across other socials you'll realize and you may have heard me say before that you don't need to be a an innovator and in a like a musk who is completely overhauling your industry. Maybe you are but you know what even one percent difference can be the difference that your ideal client needs. It could be the breath of fresh air in your industry. So continue to to create content and to share content so that your ideal client, who is a decision maker, who is looking to consume thought leadership content, Make sure that you're continuing to write that content, to record that content if you, you, you're you leveraging a podcast and get it out there. That is really important. So that's exciting news. Now, here's some startling news. Out of that same study, the 2021 LinkedIn and Edelman B2B Thought Leadership Impact Report, 71% of decision makers said that half, or maybe less than half, of the thought leader content or thought leadership content that they were reading and watching and so forth, less than half gave them any sort of valuable insight. And that is a bit of a worrying thing. Where would they rank our current content? Is it valuable or is it maybe less than valuable? And something else they said about content was that if a piece of content – did not pique their interest within the first few minutes, they were going to move on. That's 55% of buyers. So that leads us to ask the question really seriously around our content. Is it binge-worthy? Is it insightful? Is it valuable were it to be read by one of your ideal clients? You know, and does it it really does validate, doesn't it, the importance of making sure that your content grabs attention? from the get-go and maintains their attention by providing some thought-provoking, interesting and helpful insights. Because otherwise your reader or your listener, if you're doing podcasts or your viewer, if you're doing videos, they're just going to move on. So how do you ensure that your content is valuable and insightful? Well, it's really simple stop sharing the same old, same old content that everyone else is sharing. You have to weave in your unique and uncopyable stories, your uncopyable methodologies, your uncopyable insights and learnings. Always be sharing content through the lens of what it's going to make the most impact with your ideal client so that you instantly build rapport, you build connection. Your ideal client would say to you, it's just like you're reading my mind. How did you know that I was struggling with that? How did you know that that piece of content was exactly what I needed to hear? It's so valuable, in fact, that even after they listen to one episode of a podcast, say podcasting is a way that you're using as a a way to create content and share content and build your visibility, that they listen to an episode. They love the way in which you're engaging with the guest, if you have a guest. They love the way in which the questions you ask – is really shaping the conversation around what's relevant to them. It's taking them on this journey and they can see themselves in the stories that are shared. They find the insights that are being shared are so relevant to what they're doing, they were driving. They feel like pulling over and taking notes. It is that good. Because if your episode is that good, guess what often will happen is people will go and listen to another episode and then another episode. And because you really are creating and you have created this unique and uncopyable listener experience before long, they have subscribed to your podcast and now they're binge listening to every single episode and they cannot wait for you to release another episode because they love hanging out with you each and every week or however often you produce a podcast. That's what happens when every single piece of your content is valuable. Similarly with articles, if you're creating articles, someone might read through an article and think, oh my goodness, it, it is so thought-provoking that it has people thinking, you know, reading through and going, oh my goodness, I never thought of it that way. And it's opening up different ways of thinking and appreciating, and especially around the area in which they are struggling and they are challenged and they're looking for a better way of doing something to address that challenge or that problem that they're faced with. And of course, through you sharing your knowledge, sharing your unique and uncopyable insights, when they're ready to move forward, You've positioned yourself as the choice versus just a choice because of the fact that they resonate with your vision, they resonate with the voice and your values, and they couldn't think of anyone else to support them because of everything that you've done with your content. It's consistent and it's consistently valuable. That's the kind of thing that you want to continue to create as you are looking to build that reputation as an influential, trusted authority in your industry. So I want to share three different ways that you can start to do that with the content that you are sharing. Because you know, often it's easy to look at what other people are sharing and you think, well, I'm just going to put my own little spin on it. I'm just going to kind of write my own version of that. But there's so much more content now online. You know how I mentioned that in the report that LinkedIn and Edelman did, there are many more people that are reading, decision makers are reading content online. They're listening to podcasts. They're viewing videos. Well, guess what? There are many, many more coaches, many more consultants who are now contributing content online. Yes, of course, granted. 71% of decision makers say that that content uh, or less than half of that content is not valuable and not really being, being read. And you do not want to be categorized as your content is not valuable. So you don't want that to happen. So here are some things to consider. So when it comes to what your competitors are saying, do the opposite. So if your competitors are telling people to do something in a specific way, Do the opposite and share some compelling reasons as to why it is important to do the opposite and why that is best for your ideal client. Let me give you an example. I love sharing some examples of how I've been doing that. And and maybe even there's some examples of clients that have done one or more of these things as well. So when it comes to doing the opposite, when it comes to podcasting, that's something that uh, as I mentioned, I've been podcasting since 2008 before podcasting was even a thing. And so many podcasting experts now who have joined the space, but many of them are sharing that you need to monetize or you can monetize your podcasts by getting sponsorships and advertisers to your show. Now, this certainly is a way that you can do that. However, because I work with coaches and consultants, experts, specialists people who are selling their expertise i always say to my clients monetize your own message before you monetize someone else's before you start to promote other people's products other people's services on your podcast monetize your podcast by making sure your podcast strategy is so robust it begins to nurture listeners into leads from your very first episode and that can be done I stumbled across a way how to do that accidentally, which is something that I teach in my masterclasses and and now help my clients set that up so that they don't have to rely on external sponsors and advertisers as a way to monetize their podcast. They have a podcast that has a robust marketing strategy and nurturing strategy and relationship strategy and reputation building strategy that enables them to nurture listeners into leads from their very first episode so that they monetize their own podcast through their message. So I say do the opposite by not allowing advertisers and sponsors on the show. In fact, have a robust strategy that enables you to monetize your own message. So that's one of the ways that I do the opposite. So let me ask you, what is your industry continuing to say? Is there something that you can do the opposite? I'll give you another example. One of my colleagues was a printer one of the things that he would say to his clients was this. So when everyone has started to go online and share information digitally and and share emails and e-cards and all the everything electronically, guess what happened? Not many people continued to get mail in the actual physical mail in the mailbox. So one way of really standing out was to say do the opposite. Don't just heavily invest in online visibility and connection stuff. Make sure you've got some printed campaigns, some printed cards or some form of follow-up and connection that you could do in a printed capacity to actually send to someone's mailbox. Yep, they open the mailbox with a key and actually have to put their hand in and out comes this card. Something that stands out quite differently from any, you know, bills, not that people really get bills in the mail anymore. Our suppliers would much rather send us electronic bills, which by the way, I don't mind, it saves uh, paper. However, strategically, you could do the opposite and not just heavily invest all of your marketing online, but to do some printed things. Do the opposite. What can you do the opposite? The second thing that you can do to really have your content stand out from everybody else is to teach elements of your methodologies and your methodologies are the steps, the processes, the models that you teach. If you teach elements of your programs, that this is a term that I use seeding and leading because no one else can talk about your specific methodologies and the way that you coach clients, even if you are certified in a specific coaching modality. For instance, you know, if I think back to my career in the career industry and then moving across and helping entrepreneurs, I did a significant body of study in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Prior to that, actually, I spent a couple of years studying professional counselling, did a diploma in professional counselling and in actual fact from that counselling I then specialised in workplace grief and loss and in career counselling as well which was actually the reason that led me down the path to start my career consultancy. I realised that with my coaching diploma whilst I could certainly support uh, people within their areas of life that might have been struggling with and needed a counsellor, I also realised that I had a real passion to help people in their careers and the, the workplace grief and loss I studied that particular specialty module because many people found themselves unemployed through redundancy and they needed additional support you know kind of getting through that grief and loss. Anyway, a whole interesting topic. But now there were others who also went through those particular areas, didn't they? And particular modalities. And so I studied the same modalities, but what I did was I ended up coming up with a program to help people find their purposeful careers. There were steps that I took people through. And whilst I was using some of the materials, some of the steps and the models that I taught, and the activities, all of those things were quite unique and the stories that I brought into my trainings were quite unique and that's what I continue to share. So I encourage you to think about, you know, what is your signature system? Have you created a model? Do you have a blueprint that with a combination of the things that I just mentioned to you and that I role-modeled to you, that you can begin To teach some of those unique methodologies that no one else can copy. Now, I've got several methodologies, and in actual fact, what I want to do and is share with you that I have an upcoming nine-day challenge on how to go from invisible to influential trusted authority, where we're going to talk about this. What can you do to become distinguishable, uncopyable, and irresistible if you were to create what I call your distinction blueprint what would that be? Those are the kind of things that we're going to talk about in this 9-day challenge. So I encourage you to uh, register for that. It's on April the 18th and I will be running these uh, regularly in the coming year. So go ahead to industrythoughtleaderacademy.com, invisible to influential. All you need to do to register, go over to industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash invisible to influential and you can go and add your details there and you'll be on our uh, list. We'll actually go through the things that you need to have in place to become an influential trusted authority because what you can start to do is teach elements of your methodologies, of your signature system, your model that is uniquely yours, which no other coach no other consultant can copy or teach because it's yours. So we're going to talk about that more in the uh the challenge, but that's something to think about. There's a third area that I want to share with you today to really help your content go from blah, go from not really inspiring, not really informative, not really valuable to binge worthy, you know, your ideal client or the reader or the listener or the viewer wants to learn more from you. This is number three, go deeper, go much, much deeper in your teachings. Now, for some of you, you might be thinking, yeah, but I don't want to go too deep in my teachings because then everyone will take what I know and they won't need me. Can I tell you that you could teach your entire methodology and have it online, have it in a podcast, have it in whatever, whatever mode and method you're sharing your content You still could not give away all of your expertise because it's probably taken you years and years and years to get Where you are. So it's the accountability. It is the ability to take information through the lens of what you know. It's in your muscle. You know exactly, you hear the words that your ideal client is speaking, and instantly your mind goes, knows what to do, and you pick that out. That kind of expertise is what you will never give away because it's taken you, and for some of you, decades, decades of experience or multiple modalities and learnings. I know if you're like me, you've probably got so many certifications and courses and trainings that you've done under your belt, that if you were to open your toolkit, you've probably got two or three toolkits. Let's just face it. We have multiple toolkits that we have because we we love learning new things. And because of that, we have a wealth and depth of knowledge and experience and modalities that we can use with our clients, that there is just no way that even if you go deeper into your teachings and into what you're sharing uh, through your content. There is just no way that anyone else can copy that, copy what you do, because you are unique and one of a kind. And your ideal client, the reason that they're struggling is because of you know, many of the other things that they have to stop doing and they have to uh, you know ensure that they're working on, it, it can sometimes be a specific sequence, it can be barriers and blocks that they don't see, but yet you see because you've done this for so long and you've walked the journey before them for so many years prior that you know exactly where the pitfalls are, you know exactly where the gaps are, you know exactly what they need to focus on. So hopefully just by sharing that and going off a little bit on tangent there, are off tangent there you'll see that you're not going to give away all of your IP by going much deeper into your training in fact I encourage you to now not so deep by the way let me just put a little bit of a, a note here you don't want to go so deep that you overwhelm your clients sometimes we just want to give everything and our clients are just there thinking well I was overwhelmed before I listened to you and now I really know there is work to be done. So, you know, you just want to give enough. You want to go deep enough in just one area that has been so helpful to your ideal client that they think, oh my goodness, I never thought of it that way, but that makes so much sense without overwhelming them. So there's a difference between giving, sharing, going much deeper and being a value And then doing all of that and just overwhelming your ideal clients because they think, I really am am stuck and they almost feel hopeless. So just be mindful of that. And I know that you listening to this podcast, you're a change maker. I know that you already are. Otherwise, you would not be listening to this podcast. You are sharing your message. You are working with clients because you are driven to make a difference in their lives most likely in the life of the community and the world as a whole through you sharing your story, sharing your expertise. And there's something I'm sure about your industry that you may not like. Maybe it's outdated. Maybe it needs a fresh approach. And maybe it's something that you're so passionate about. And really, it's what drives you forward. Share it share it, start teaching that, start sharing why that is so important. Why do things need to change? Go deeper into that why and validate why it's so important. You know, your journey your experience, and I call these milestones and markers. That's one of the things that I help clients identify. The markers and milestones that you weave into your unique story is what is going to really compel your ideal client to want to hang out further with you, to want to learn everything that they can from you, to, and I say this in a really lovingly way, to stalk you because they just get this sense of hope. And and possibility that it is possible for them and that you are the only person that they really want to learn from because no one else is quite like you and you get them you understand them and you have what it is that they want and you know their desire their outcome is as well and what you're sharing is full of golden nuggets that you can continue to teach and bring this fresh approach to your insights but only if you know where to look for these golden nuggets. Now, if you're not sure where these golden nuggets are, go and register for my nine-day challenge from invisible to influential trusted authority. And uh, I'll I'll share some of those things that you need to focus on. Again, that link is industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash invisible to influential. And as I mentioned earlier around content sharing, one way to make a difference to be the difference to stand out online with your content to ensure that those decision makers which are now spending more time reading, viewing, listening, watching more content that they don't say that your content is the content that is not valuable and they just skim through it and so go deeper with your teachings. Share why this is important. Use third-party statistics to validate your thinking and teachings. That can also be really valuable as well. Challenge the status quo in your industry. Share why change has to be made. If they really want to see lasting impact in their lives and obviously in their industry. Again, incorporating third-party statistics to validate that this really is important. If I think back to something that I did, again, to validate my teaching, and I came up with a model called the Podcast Positioning Quadrant. This was specifically for coaches and consultants who wanted to position themselves as a trusted authority with their podcast. Again, along with what needs to be in place for any hope of a coach or a consultant to achieve that recognition as an influential trusted authority. Now, I didn't just dream this quadrant up overnight. It was something that I was able to create after years of observing what was happening in the podcasting space, especially for service-based businesses, coaches and consultants, these specialists in their field. I also compared it to mainstream radio. I also used feedback that I had from my audience, feedback that I heard other podcasters say as well. And through that, you know, using all of that data that I had been observing and collecting over the years, I realised that creating a unique and compelling listener experience was really important and of course that is backed by third-party statistics and so when I looked at the, the lens of mainstream radio and uh, service-based businesses experts aspiring thought leaders leveraging the podcast space and what needed to be in place to become known as that influential trusted authority there were some key things that needed to be in place and that's where I came up with the podcast positioning quadrant is someone seen more as an entity? Entertainer or a celebrity or an expert or a trusted authority? Interesting question. If you're a podcast host, which would you be? Entertainer, celebrity, expert or trusted authority. Hopefully you would be seen as a trusted authority. And uh, by the way, I've got some training on that. If you want to go and uh, check that out, if you're interested, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash masterclass, you can grab a replay on that and find out more about where am I positioned on the podcast positioning quadrant. Now, as I said, I didn't just dream up this quadrant overnight. I am sure that you have a model, a quadrant, a blueprint, something that is circulating in your head already. You just need to be shown how to get that out of your head and into this incredible blueprint model quadrant that then can become part of your methodologies that you teach that no one else can copy. And no one else can just say that because it isn't their story. It isn't their journey. So please do not discredit previous experience. Do not discredit things that you've observed in your industry. Instead, leverage these. Let your content, let your insights go much, much deeper as you continue to share and teach your content. Because when you do that consistently, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, and so on and so forth, that will continue to position you as an influential, trusted authority. So hope that was helpful what ahas are you taking away? Reach out to me. My email is podcast at com. You can shoot me an email there. Remember, if you are struggling with how you distinguishable, how are you uncopyable? How are you irresistible? How can you become irresistible? How can you go from invisible to influential trusted authority, come to my nine day challenge, industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash invisible to influential, and you can get registered for that. So that is the end of another podcast. I do hope that you have found it helpful. If this is the first time that you have listened, or maybe you haven't already done this yet, we would love for you, I would love for you to go and leave a rating and some feedback over on Apple for us. That just enables us to get our message out so we can make a much bigger impact in the world with our message to other coaches, other consultants. And if you've got a colleague or a friend who you, know is a coach and a consultant and who could find this episode valuable, would you do me a favour and hit the share button and send this link over to them so that they can listen to this podcast too. Or maybe you know a business colleague or client or friend that is in business who is struggling to stand out. They are the world's best kept secret. That's what they feel. They feel invisible. They don't know how to stand out. And you think that they may find the nine day challenge coming up of interest, then we'd love for you to share that with them too. And of course, we'd love to see you as part of that challenge as well. All right. Have a fantastic week, everyone. We'll catch you again next week on another episode. Bye for now.
1: This podcast is brought to you by the influence